Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Opening in movie theaters October 19, 1944, with a screenplay by Earl Baldwin and John Tucker Battle and music by Ernest Ball, Irish Eyes Are Smiling is the biographic story of composer Ernest Ball, who achieved immense popularity with his sentimental ballads. Ball studied at the Cleveland Conservatory before moving to New York City, where he worked in vaudeville and then as a composer at a music publishing company. He achieved great success with his songs and vaudeville performances and wrote scores for several Broadway musicals. The working title of the picture was When Irish Eyes Are Smiling. Irish Eyes Are Smiling was created for Dick Hames, the actor with a golden voice who was at his prime. This was June Haver's second appearance in a film after her success in Home in Indiana earlier in 1944. According to a Hollywood Reporter news item, actress Vivian Blaine was originally set to star in the film. According to a studio press release quoted in a Hollywood Reporter news item, director Gregory Rathoff was assigned to the picture, quote, because of his knowledge of Irish folklore and his collection of clay pipes, unquote. The best of Mr. Ball's songs, When Irish Eyes Are Smiling, which he composed with lyrics by Chauncey Alcott and George Graff, proved to be a song that survived the author as it became a standard hymn always associated with Irish celebrations and a must for St. Patrick's Day. On March 15, 1948, Lux Radio Theater presented a broadcast of the story starring Dick Hames and Jeannie Crane. What we have for you now is an earlier broadcast with both stars from the film recreating their roles for radio. So here, on the March 11th, 1946 episode of the Screen Guild Theater are June Haver and Dick Hames, starring in Irish Eyes Are Smiling. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Tonight, Lady Esther presents the Screen Guild players in the 20th Century Fox picture... Irish Eyes Are Smiling, a charming and nostalgic musical romance that stars Dick Haynes as Ernest Ball and June Haver as Irish. The Lady Esther Screen Guild players in Irish Eyes Are Smiling. With someone like you, a pal could I'd like to leave it all and go Ah, yes. Yes, that music takes me back a long way. A long way. To the days, I'm afraid, we've almost forgotten. And still, I could never really forget that girl. Mary O'Neill, the girl we called Irish. And that boy. Ernest Ball, whose great Irish heart gave us all those wonderful ballads the world has been humming ever since. Of course, at this point, you may be wondering who I am. Very well, I'm Edgar Brawley, and I flatter myself that in the early days of the century, no further explanation would have been needed. There was a time I struck gold up on the McKenzie, and the time that Wall Street wiped me out. That was the year before I won a fortune on the Derby, and a certain very blonde young lady sued me for it. <laughs> but that's another story, isn't it? At the moment, we're concerned with our two young sweethearts. Of course, I wasn't there when they met, but they've described the scene to me so very often. I feel fully qualified. Try to tell it to you. 
The city was Cleveland, and of all places, backstage at a famous burlesque theater. Mary O'Neill was in the chorus, or rather, she should have been. At that particular moment, she was play-acting in the star's dressing room, talked out in the star's most ravishing costume, pretending she was Belle Latour herself. And as fate would have it, at exactly that moment... Yes? Come in. I, uh, I beg your pardon. Uh, Miss Latour? Who? Oh, I'm Ernest Ball, and before I say a word about my song, I want to thank you for answering my note. Your note? Oh, you know, the... Oh, oh, yes, your note. Oh, well, don't mention it. It was nothing. Oh, it was everything. You see, I so seldom get encouragement that when I do, well... Well, you made me very happy, Miss Latour, and I thank you. Well, you're very welcome, I'm sure. You said your name was Brill? Ball, Ball, Ernest Ball. Well, I'm glad to have met you, Mr. Ball. Pleasure's been all mine. Come in again sometime. Thank you, I'd like to. Good night. Good night. Good night? Good gosh, the song. The what? Oh, I almost forgot what I came for. Here, I can show you better at the piano. Now, the way I see it, Miss Latour, you're standing on a bridge. Moonlight behind you. Uh, On the water, I mean. Understand? Uh, Not quite, but keep on talking. Well, first we see the whole thing through gauze, like a dream. And then as the music comes in, you start to sing. Oh, you're a song plugger. Oh, Oh, no, no, this is my own. It goes like this. Sure, I love the dear silver that shines in your hair And the brow that's all furrowed and wrinkled with care I kiss the dear fingers so toil-worn for me Oh, God bless you and keep you Mother McCree There's a spot in my heart Which no colleague may own There's a depth in my soul Never sounded or known There's a place in my memory My life that you fill No other can take it no one ever will. Sure, I love the dear silver that shines in your hair and the brow that's all furrowed and wrinkled with care. I kiss the dear fingers so toil-worn for me. You really think so, Miss Latour? Think so? Why, never in all my professional life. In mine either. Oh! That's a big idea, wearing my costume. Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Latour. I was just trying it on. Miss Latour? Well, who do I look like? Carrie Nation? Oh, I'm sorry, Miss Latour. I'm, I'm Ernest Ball. I mistook this young lady for you. And... Young lady? What am 
lion, old hag. Oh, Miss Latour, it's all my fault. If you'll just listen to a song. Who asked you? You stay out of it. I can't stay out of it. I'm in it. Don't you talk to me like that. I'll talk the way I want. Why, you fresh little bread, I'll... Oh, no, you won't. Well, glory be, Miss. What a left. Shall we go, Mr. Ball? I've just been fired. <laughs> yes, that's how he met her. Mary O'Neill, whose nickname was Irish. And by the time he'd walked her home, the boy was in love. As they stood there on the steps of her boarding house. <laughs> What's so funny? Oh, I can still see Latour hitting the floor. <laughs> You've got a pretty good left. <laughs> you see, Pop taught me that before he died. He said a girl had to be good to be good. You know... Oh, I, I don't mean to be fresh. But you know your eyes sparkle when you laugh? And when I'm mad? Oh, they... They sort of flash. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a song about you. It'll be just our song. I'll never play it for anyone else. Just us. Maybe maybe it'll go something like this. When Irish eyes are smiling. What's the matter? Don't you like it? Look, uh, I don't want to give you any false hope. Tomorrow I'm leaving for New York. New York? What for? To find a job. Can't you get one here? In a burlesque show? No, thanks. I want to try for something better. As Pop used to say, I'm going to make a pie or spoil a pumpkin. So, goodbye. Goodbye? Oh, you can't say goodbye. Look, look I'll, I'll, I'll sell a song pretty soon. I'll, ma I'll make some money. We, we, we'll go to New York together. I'm sorry, Ernest. Oh, no, you can't go. I won't let you Ernie, go. please, you're hurting my arm. Well, I don't care. You can't walk out of my life just like that. We just found each other. We... Ernie, I'm warning you. Go ahead, use your left. What do I care? What do I... Hey, you did. I'm sorry, Ernie. Goodbye. Irish. Irish, come out. Open up, darling. Will you please come out? What's going on here anyway? Oh, nothing, officer, nothing. What's the idea? You looking for trouble? No, thanks. I've got plenty already. His troubles were just beginning. Working his way to New York was one thing. Finding Irish was another. And no one in the big city would even listen to his music, so finally he had to take a job. Plugging songs for Leo Betts, which is a matter of record is how I met him. I was dining at Reisenheimer's that night with Lucille Lacey, the musical comedy star, and Al Jackson, the famous gambler. I remember we were talking and laughing, paying no attention to the boy who was singing until... Hey, that song is awful. Who's the kid singing? There's his card, Al. The waiter just brought it over. Mr. Ernest Ball, representing Leo Betts, musical publisher. Have one of Leo's new songs? Apparently. Horrible, isn't it? What's Leo got against us? I don't know. I don't recall ever doing him a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote myself. I hope you like it because, well, you just gotta like it. There's a tear in your eye, and I'm wondering why, for it never should be there at all. With such power in your smile, sure a stone you'd beguile. So there's never a teardrop should fall. 
When your sweet lilting laughter like some fairy song And your eyes twinkle bright as can be You should laugh all the while And all other times smile And now smile, smile for me When Irish eyes are smiling Sure it's like a morn in spring In the lilt of Irish laughter You can hear the angels sing When Irish hearts are happy All the world seems bright and gay And when Irish eyes are smiling Sure they steal your heart away Broken down my eye. Edgar, I'll bet you a hundred that kid's got $5,000 under his name right now. $5,000? That kid? You've made a wager, my boy, and I'll prove it. Sure. Isn't this his card on the table here? Mm, well, well, there's his name. And $5,000 under it. Want to count? Oh, you slipped the 5000 under his card. Very crude. Very crude. Sure, schoolboy stuff. Yeah, reform school. <laughs> You know, Al, you should have waited six months. You might have won that bet legitimately. Legitimately? Him? Edgar, in six months, that boy will have more than $5,000. Much more. What do you mean? That's the loveliest song I've heard in years. And if you'll let me, I'll use it at the palace next week. The palace? Yes. Now close your mouth and open your ears. I believe he's going to do an encore. When Irish eyes are smiling Sure it's like a morning spring In a little of Irish laughter You can hear the angels sing When Irish eyes are happy When Irish eyes are smiling, sure they steal your heart Of the Lady Esther Screen Guild play will follow in just a moment. Now, a word from Lady Esther. Often the loveliness you admire in other charming women is not a gift of nature, but the result of clever beauty habits practiced faithfully day after day. For example, 
you want a smooth, young-looking skin, skin with that look of fastidious grooming, that fresh, well-cared-for look that is always so admired, then let me suggest you change your daily beauty routine. Simplify it. Adopt the beauty habit of millions of lovely women. The habit of one cream, Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream, to take care of all the four most important needs of your skin. Now, I have a little test, the patch test, which shows you exactly how beautifying Lady Esther Face Cream is. You don't have to wait 30 days or even 30 minutes to see results. The patch test shows you results in 30 seconds. To make this test, just smooth Lady Esther Four Purpose Face Cream on one patch of skin, like one cheek. Wipe it off. Then compare that cheek with the other. See the clean, clean look of it. The radiant, satiny finish. Touch it with your fingers, and you even feel the difference. You see, Lady Esther Face Cream does all this. It thoroughly cleans your skin, softens your skin, helps nature refine the pores, and also leaves a perfect base for powder. So decide right now to make the Lady Esther Patch Test. The convincing proof you see in your mirror in 30 seconds will give you the Lady Esther habit for life. Hi, this is Porchlight Music Theater producing artistic associate Frankie Leo Bennett. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. And now the second act of Irish Eyes Are Smiling, starring June Haver and Dick Hames. When Irish eyes are smiling Sure it's like a morning spring Well, that was how the lad got his start. Lucille introduced his song at the palace, and the rest is a matter of history. Within a few months, all New York was singing Ernest Ball's tune, East Side. I'm at a love of the silver that shine in her West side. All around the town. Yes, his songs bring in happiness to everyone but himself. For try as he would, he could not find Irish. That is, not until that night at Churchill's. We were dining together again, Lucille, Al Jackson, and I. And Ernest had promised to meet us there. But as he came in the door... Young lady, will you check my coat? I... Irish. Irish. Good evening, sir. Irish, what's the matter? Don't you remember me? Miss Latour, Cleveland? Irish, please don't act like that. Talk to me. I'm the half-check girl here. I'm not allowed to talk to the customer. Oh, but I've been looking for you everywhere. The newspapers, theatrical agencies, even the police. You have? Well, why do you think I came to New York? Irish, why didn't you let me know where you were? I didn't know you were here. And then, well, I couldn't after you were famous. Look, look, we've got to talk. Let's get out of here. Let's go someplace. Oh, but I couldn't walk out of Mr. Churchill, not on a minute's notice like that. All right. Then we'll give him an hour. I'll go in and join my friends, and I'll pick you up here in an hour. All right? All right. Now, haven't you forgotten something? What? Something I've been dreaming of all these months. Gosh, Irish. Oh, Ernie. Ernie. Young lady, may I have my hat? <clears throat> uh, I, uh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> uh, excuse me for intruding, but, uh... <laughs> uh oh, well, it's warm out. I'll, I'll get my hat tomorrow. <laughs> 
might have lived happily ever after. But that was the night I made my bet with Al. He tricked me on so many other bets, I made up my mind to beat him this once. I led up to the subject very casually, and at last he bit. Are you trying to say that's all it takes to make a star? Luck? Luck and the proper handling. Why, I could take any woman in this room and make her a star within three months. Edgar, you're bombing. Think so? How much? Make it easy on yourself. You never want a bet from me yet. Then I'll tell you what. I'll give you a break. I won't pick any woman in this room, but I'll bet you I can make a star out of the next woman that comes out of the ladies' lounge, okay? For how much? Say, 25,000? 25,000. You've got a bet. 25,000? That was a lot of money. You understand, I, I couldn't afford to take a chance, so I had myself a little talk with Lucille. Oh, I understand, Edgar. I'm to be in the ladies' lounge, and when you whistle, I'm to come out. You're sure it's a joke. A very big joke on Al. <laughs> yes, and Mr. Jackson, I've got to stay. I'll stay in there in the ladies' lounge, sort of scrubbing around, and when you all whistle, I'll come down. Right. With one slight correction, Ruby, you don't come out, you rush out. And be sure you're first. Don't ask questions, Irish. I haven't time to explain. You just be in the ladies' lounge, and when I whistle, you come running, see? I don't see Ernie, but I'll do it for you. <laughs> And so I whistled. In fact, we all whistled. And the door of the ladies' lounge burst open and a girl came hurtling through on her face. Irish, you made it, you made it. Here, let me help you up. Say, I've battled to get into those places, but never to get out of one. What's going on? Millions of women powdering their noses and it had to be her. Who is this girl? Yeah, I'd like to know, too. Hey, what is this anyway? It's nothing, young lady, just a little joke. A joke? Well, where did you get off playing jokes on me? Why, for two cents... Oh, now, I... wait a minute, Irish. Wait a minute. It's not Lucille's fault. I sent you in there. Well, I don't like your sense of humor. Please, please. it's only a bet. First it's a joke, and now it's a bet. Look, if you think you can use me just Miss to... O'Neill, what is this? You're talking to again. I know who I'm talking to. Shut up. Miss O'Neill. You're fired. Fired? Nothing. I quit. And you can take your guests and, and keep them. Good night. Irish. Irish. Oh, Irish, wait. <laughs> Oh, I was really in trouble now. I had three months to win my bet to make that girl into a leading lady, and she disappeared. She moved from her voting house that very night. I was frantic, of course, and Ernest was flaming. I'm fed up, I tell you, fed up with all of it. With New York, with Broadway, with bunco artists like you. I'm through, I'm getting out. But, Ernest, I have $25,000 at stake, and if we find that girl, you've told me she can sing and dance, I'll still need your music to build a show. All right, you can have my music. I've got a dozen songs. You can have them all. But don't ask me to stay. I'm getting out. And so he disappeared, too. All I could hope for was to find the girl. Well, I did find her, finally, in a little cafe in New Jersey, singing for what amounted to her supper. Pat your feet, you step and fool. Strut your stuff, use your perch. Trot your tootsies by the church. Cool your dogs, we're coming through. Get set for Lennox Avenue. Won't you stop, Miss Lizzie? Get busy, I want to see you walk. For the folks all state, the way you syncopate is the whole town talk. When you move so pretty, it's a pity the other girl is from. But the man you like the way you shake your feet. Oh, you're not gone dizzy, strut Miss Lizzie Brown. You got the cutest strut in town. The girl was good, there was no question of that. So I went to her dressing room, did some fast talking, explained the situation, and offered her a contract to which she had only one reply. 
What about Ernest? Why didn't he come? I, uh, Ernest is taking a little vacation, my dear. He's gone out of town. But he'll be back? Will he be back before we open? Well, naturally. Oh, of course he'll be back, my dear. I hope. Wonderful. Now, just remember, in the second act... Edgar, he didn't come. My dear, we've got a hit on our hands. You'll be a star tomorrow morning. Well, you said he'd be here. Iris, don't you understand? Possibly I can help to explain. Ernest, you're back. Ah, there, you see, my dear? Edgar Brawley always delivers the mail. <clears throat> well, I've got things to do. If you'll excuse me, I'll... Oh. Is that all you can say? Oh, no. Uh... How have you been? Fine, thanks. And you? Pretty good. That's nice. I, uh, understand you didn't run away. No, uh, I changed my mind. Oh, that's nice. I, uh, I understand you went on a long vacation. No, no, I changed my mind. Well, I guess that's all there is to say. Yes, except one little thing. What's that? Darling, I still have a pretty good left. Hmm? Unless you kiss me, one of us is going to get a black eye. Iris. Oh, Ernie, darling. What's that? Oh, gosh, Iris, look, they've raised the curtain. We're right on stage. Well, what do we do? All those people out there. Well, since you're here, why don't you sing? Hmm? Well, you know the words in music. Go on and sing. Oh, well, all right. With someone like you, a pal, good and true, I'd like to leave it all behind and go and find some place that's known to find, just a spot to call. We'll find. Peace, where joys never cease, out there beneath the kindly sky, we'll build a sweet little nest somewhere in the west, and let the rest of the world go
Thank you, Dick Haynes and June Haver, for a delightful half hour. Thank you, Mr. Bradley. The Motion Picture Relief Fund and its country house, both supported largely by this program, are doing such magnificent work that we consider it a privilege to appear here with the Lady Esther Screen Guild players. And now, before we tell you about next week's program, here's a word from one of America's best-known beauty authorities, Lady Esther. Thank you, Miss Haver. Ladies, has anyone said to you recently, you're looking very lovely lately, so much younger? Now, of course, such compliments are nice to hear, and you can hear them frequently from now on if you will accept a friendly challenge from me. Simply try Lady Esther Bridal Pink Face Powder and see for yourself the instant exciting difference in your appearance. It doesn't matter whether your hair is blonde, brown, auburn, or black. My Lady Esther Bridal Pink is a new kind of powder shade, intensely flattering to almost every skin it touches, and flattering not to your skin alone, but also to your hair, your eyes, Yes, even your features. So many women tell me that just changing to Lady Esther Bridal Pink has made their features look smaller and daintier. Lady Esther Face Powder is so finely textured it completely covers up tiny lines and blemishes. No trace of powder particles can be seen. Only the subtle, fascinating effect of a smooth, young skin. For a really exciting change in your appearance, try this. First apply Lady Esther face cream. Wipe it off. Then dip your puff. Pat Lady Esther Bridal Pink face powder gently on your face. How you'll love the way you look. Remember, Lady Esther four-purpose face cream. Lady Esther Bridal Pink face powder. Next week... The Lady Esther Screen Guild players will present Love is News. It will star James Gleason, Linda Darnell, and Bob Hope. Be sure to listen. June Haber can now be seen in the Technicolor picture, The Dolly Sisters. Dick Hames can soon be seen in Do You Love Me, both 20th Century Fox productions. Irish Eyes Are Smiling was presented through the courtesy of 20th Century Fox. Dick Hames appeared through the courtesy of the Electric Auto Light Company and may be heard over this network on his own program every Saturday night. Music on tonight's program was conducted by Wilbur Hatch. This is Truman Bradley speaking for Lady Esther. Thank you and good night all. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Studio 20th Century Fox had plans to mold today's star, June Haver, as a glamour girl stand-in for the studio's two biggest stars, Alice Faye and Betty Grable, when she debuted on screen in the supporting role of Cree Cree in the film Home in Indiana. According to the actress, she had just turned 17 years old when her scenes were filmed. Even before Home in Indiana was released, she was assigned to replace Alice Faye in the Technicolor musical Irish Eyes Are Smiling. Later that year, she co-starred with her future husband, Fred McMurray, in Where Do We Go From Here, which was the only time the pair appeared together in a film. 
Dick Hames' most famous film appearance was when he co-starred with Jeannie Crane, Dana Andrews, and Vivian Blaine in the musical State Fair. He teamed with female vocalist Helen Forrest for many hit duets during World War II, including Together, I'll Buy That Dream, and Long Ago and Far Away. He sang with Judy Garland on two Decca recordings of songs from the film The Shocking Miss Pilgrim, in which he appeared with Betty Grable. From 1944 to 48, he had his own radio program, The Dick Hames Show, first on NBC and later on CBS. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. <laughs> ¶¶